You are listening to episode 240, and today I am talking about four amazing techniques that you can utilize immediately to begin to manage your time and energy a lot more efficiently. Take a listen. Hey everyone, welcome back to Sing Boat Huddle. This is being recorded before the Super Bowl, and I sure as heck hope that when you're listening to this, we are celebrating the birds. Go birds. Either way, I still love them, and I hope it was a really good game. Today, let's talk about scheduling. So I actually had a poll that I posted on Instagram over the weekend just asking what kind of schedule you, you are, because I feel like there, there are certain types of schedulers. Here are three types I see the most. So you have the scheduler who becomes a slave, right? It's like you write everything down. You absolutely refuse to veer off course. If something comes up that's not scheduled, you kind of freak out. And if you don't get something done that you put on your schedule, you feel like a failure. Like you are just just tied to this schedule. And instead of it giving you balance in your life and control in your life, it's controlling you. Then you have the scheduler who schedules but still just doesn't know which way is up, which way is down, just a lot of that chaotic chicken with its head cut off kind of energy. And then you have the person who just doesn't schedule at all and still kind of has that chaotic chicken with its head cut off kind of energy. So there's a lot of mix between that hardcore masculine, hardcore feminine energy, and it's really about merging the two. So hardcore masculine, what I mean by that is like really strict structure, very type A, does not bend type of energy. Then the feminine energy is when it's really hardcore and imbalanced, it is um, very like weepy and... I, I can't control anything and kind of victim of circumstances and a little like clingy kind of energy. So I'm not explaining a person per, per se, right? I'm explaining the energy that that the undertone of what happens in our day to day with our schedules. So scheduling is just one of the things in my life that I swear by. I have definitely started off as that hardcore masculine scheduler of and and to-do lister you know where it's like I I have to write it on the list and cross it off if I forgot to put it on the list (laughs) but it's really asking yourself is that supporting me and I've really learned to shift my scheduling more to manage energy as opposed to managing my time and now this is this is a huge part like huge part of the layered growth academy because a lot of the components like almost all of the components of the modules in in layer one and layer two are what are the foundational parts that you have to understand in order to manage your energy through scheduling. So the aligned energetic scheduling that I teach is is pretty layered, no pun intended, but it is. There are a lot of components to it, but there are so many different factors to scheduling and scheduling is going to morph and evolve as you do as a human being. So again, it's not about learning how to do something. Like these are the the five steps to schedule and you have to do it that way all the time, right? So for instance, there have been points in my scheduling that I have used my feminine cycle as as like the hardcore guide of how I'm scheduling my days and my times. Right now at this point in my life, since I've really kind of figured that out, I can really follow my own energy because there are some times that I have a little more energy when I'm menstruating or I don't have as much energy when I'm ovulating or whatever it might be. So I just feel like I have a little more flexibility and I'm not looking at my feminine cycle or even the moon cycle to dictate my schedule as strictly as I have in the past. 
but then I might again another time, right? So you're going to evolve a little bit. And today what I want to share with you are just a few tips and things to think about as you are implementing your own schedule in your day. Because what I want for you, what I want you to walk away with is just insight so that you can, if you are, if you feel like a slave to your schedule and you're just like, not drowning in it, but just a slave to it, like it's this hustle culture feeling. I want you to feel some release from that. And if you're someone who's feeling like you're drowning and exhausted and depleted by the end of the day, I want you to be able to finish your day and be like, okay, I don't feel as bad. But what I am also going to tell you is it's impossible to listen to podcasts like this or to go, I have plenty of blog posts about how to schedule in different ways. And that's if you, so if you go to my website, erinjoyceco.com, the blog post, um, I have lots of information there on different scheduling techni- techniques as well. But the point is, is the integration doesn't happen overnight. And I think often that's when we get frustrated and let go of any type of consistency to help implement and integrate a new way of doing something. So remember, you're going to hear these things today and just let them sink in and allow them to steer you through your schedule with curiosity just stay curious. And when you have awareness and you stay curious, you will begin to see changes. And they're small changes. We do not grow overnight. I always, always share that our growth is very similar to our kids or a puppy, right? That you feed them every day, you give them water, you give them love, you make them exercise, take them for their walks, send them to school. In the days, they don't look any different. But when you look at some pictures, from a year ago, you think, wow, they really grew. They've changed so much. You don't see it happening overnight. So just trust that when you're showing up every single day with small little changes, and even if the changes are only in your thoughts, you will experience change and evolution in your life. Okay, so I have a few things here, four simple things that are actually really complex. (laughs) Simply complex. Okay, so number one, What's really important is know your values. What are your top values in life? And I can't tell you how many of us live outside of our values, and it's why we feel like garbage every day. And so what I mean by this is if you are someone who values, like it doesn't mean it's the only thing we value. I'm talking about like your top values. Like if you could pick only one or two, what are they? So if you're someone that strongly values quality family time, but you spend a large portion of your time working and doing house chores, you're going to be a pissed off person because you're living outside of your values. You're not prioritizing family time. Why do I say this is simple yet complex? It's complex because it's not as easy as, oh, yeah, let me let that go and go spend more time with my family. If it was that easy, you would be doing that already. What makes it complex is that you are functioning on like hardwire, but we can rewire beliefs that you have gathered through your life. Some of it could be trauma, shadow work, however you want to label it. And we need to really dig underneath what are the belief systems that are, are making it you making you think that you have to do chores and work before you can spend time with your family, even though that's what you value most. 
that is when I talk about doing the work, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) So again, it's a simple concept, but the integration of it is incredibly complicated and complex and requires a lot of consistency and vulnerability and all sorts of stuff. So there are different, like, how do you find your values? Some of you might know right off the bat, like I definitely value this the most, right? You can do simple things like going through a list of values and picking out your top ones. Another way to very quickly know what you value the most is what pisses you off the most, because that's probably what you value. Example, when I was burning myself out through my photography, like building my photography business, nothing pissed me off more than seeing women work out regularly and spend time with their families on the weekends. It literally infuriated me. I was livid. Another thing that really pissed me off was when people had time to read. Really pissed me off. So these were things that really pissed me off because I didn't make time to do them. So instead of understanding these are things I really valued and wanted in my own life, I projected my stuff onto other people, right? So I'd be unbelievably irritated. So think about the things that really tick you off that you find out that people are doing that you see like oh must be nice must be nice that you get to go home and make dinner every day or must be nice that you get to meal plan must be nice that you get to go on vacations with your family every year well if you really value that why aren't you creating a goal around um budgeting and using you know there's so there's the saying up some things are easier to get than others right to to make happen in your life than others but always remember nothing's impossible if you try and if you can dream it you can achieve it and i truly believe those things so if it is something you you value make it a priority in your life but again it's, it's easier said than done also if you understand what your values are those are going to help you discern what goals you want to work towards in your life, which you can also implement inside of your scheduling. So for instance, just quickly, um, stick with like saving money for a vacation. If you know that you like something you value the most is being able to have dedicated time each year that you are completely unplugged from work and responsibility and visit, like maybe visiting new places, whatever it is that you're valuing, that you are creating goals around that. So, you know, big goal, take a week-long vacation in August. And then you're going to break that down. Like, what are the sub-goals that need to happen to get there? It's saving X amount of money. It's locating and booking a place by this time. It's making sure that we have a dog sitter and someone to water the plants or whatever it might be. And then it's going to break it down. And then you end up putting that into your calendar and into your schedule. Okay. So, Understanding your values is crucial, but it is it is complicated because it can make you feel kind of stuck. And if we're not careful, depending on our mindset, we can feel very victim. Like I've been there. I'm saying it because I get it. <laughs> I've been there. Okay. All right. Big breath. All right. Next thing. These breaths are because I have been interrupted recording this podcast so many times and I'm working on like, oh, namaste. Okay, number two is um, there are a couple different matrixes that you can use. And I don't know if that's a word. I was thinking about that and I wrote it down. Is it like matri, matrica, matrixes? Okay, so the first one is you're going to have the two words important and urgent. And you're going to make four boxes. So you're going to have one box is important and urgent. Another box is unimportant but urgent. Another box is important but unurgent. And the final box is unurgent, unimportant. Okay, so you get the idea of the the two words making four boxes. So you have the important and urgent matrix. 
And then the other matrix is high impact or low impact and high effort or low effort. So you're going to make your four boxes of that. Here's the thing. Most people spend way more energy and time on urgent things that actually are not very important. I guarantee you, if you divided, if you wrote down all the stuff you do, I bet you half the stuff falls in unimportant but urgent. So answering a text, right? It's those kinds of things. It's urgent because it's right there, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's important. Or always answering your email as soon as it comes in. It it doesn't, some emails might be important, but almost none of them are urgent, right? It's, so it's really beginning to be aware of focusing on the things that are important. And obviously we have to navigate the urgent things because they come up and they're urgent. But what I'm going to tell you is everything for you, as, as long as it hasn't reached the urgent category, which it does get there when we don't take care of ourselves, but almost everything to support ourselves is often in the unimportant, or no, is in the important but unurgent category. And a lot of those things don't get tackled. But if you tackle those things, you're going to really move move the needle forward in your life. Additionally, I think that we spend a lot of time on things that create low impact on our life, but are high effort. So I want you to think about that as well. Like how many things take so much effort for us, but they actually don't have huge impact on our life. You really want to focus the most on things that create high impact with low effort or even high impact with a little extra effort, right? You need to balance the energy, but really see that. So recognize it's going to be really hard that if there's a bunch of stuff in a category that's high effort, low impact, but you do it all the time, it's going to take a lot of practice and mindset shift to move out of that. But when you do switch over, it creates so much more impact on your life and you begin to feel like so much better because you're like, this feels so good. This made such an impact on how I feel, but actually didn't take a ton of effort. Okay, so use your matrix matrices, matrices. I don't know. I really don't know. If you know, let me know. Maybe I'll Google it after this. The other thing that I teach is delete, outsource, delegate. So when you're writing your schedule out, and again, this seems very simple, but what makes it really hard is that you're if you're a fiercely independent person, you're not like that just because. You're like that because that's a trauma response. And we could dig into that, but not today. You can email me. We'll talk about it. That's a trauma response. You've learned to only rely on yourself because of some way that you grew up, sometimes by no fault of anyone else. It's just the way you learned to protect yourself. Maybe it was by the fault of someone else. Either way, you are now in this space of, I can do it by myself. I don't want to ask for help. I don't trust people to help me. All sorts of stories around that. So be kind to yourself that as I'm sharing this, if you're like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah, you probably can't because you've never learned that it's safe to do that. So do this in a very like gentle way. So delete, get things off your calendar that you don't actually have to do. Just get rid of it. You can be like this. This makes no impact in my life and it's not important so it has to go. So you can use these matrices. You can also be like, this does not align with my values. I'm getting rid of it. I don't have to do that. Are you a part of committees where you're like, I, I, I don't want to do this? And which will clue in with the fourth thing I'm going to share with you. Delete it. Outsource things. If you are privileged to be able to, whether you have an assistant, a secretary, 
um, the, the means to be able to hire someone to clean your home, to have groceries delivered, or at least go pick them up. There's so many ways to outsource things anymore. Have your kids do things while well, that's delegating. So any outsources, like anything you can pay for to make someone else do it, have someone pick up your laundry and do it, whatever it might be. And then delegate. Again, this is really hard because it's trusting people to do things that you usually do, but you'll be surprised how willing people are to help you. So whether it's like, you're going to clean the bathroom today, here's how you wash your clothes. I'm going to schedule dinner. I'm going to figure out dinner for Monday, Tuesday. You figure it out for Wednesday, Thursday, pizza, Friday. Got it? Go. Delegate. It is one of the best things we can learn how to do. Okay, so delete, outsource, delegate. The fourth thing is ask yourself, are you living as your authentic self or your role self? Again, this is very complicated and it's a very deeply rooted thing and it takes a lot of work to move through, but many of us are doing things and acting as what we think is expected of us and how we think will be accepted and loved, right? So if I show up as this mom as I if I show up as um if I can if I work really hard and I can run a business and raise kids I can speak to that then and people are saying oh my gosh you're able to do everything this makes me feel like I'm worthy right but I'm living inside of roles I'm just fulfilling roles it's like wearing hats ask yourself what your authentic self really wants when you start to do that when you start to live authentically it's going to be really hard. This is when you feel guilty. So I want you to remember guilt sucks, right? But when you feel guilt, I believe this is immediately the clue of, ah, I'm living as my authentic self and my role self is having a temper tantrum trying to bribe me back to being the role that does not align with my authentic self. So it's a clue of like, oh, I'm on the right track. And I will tell you, the longer you show up authentically in your life, the less the guilt shows up. The, the role self isn't actually a very strong part of you. It, it is to start, but it dies quickly. The strength of it dissipates very fast when you step into your authentic self. So whatever that means and whatever that looks like, like if you feel guilty because you took time to sit down and read, great. You're, you're on track with something. So use that as a little mindset shift of like, okay, this guilt feels really uncomfortable, but it means I'm on to something here, that this is what my authentic self really wants, which all connects back to your values. That is, that is part of who you are authentically. So authentically, like if, so if I value taking care of myself, like it pissed me off when I saw women like being stay-at-home moms and solely focused on their kids, worked out a lot and read like livid pissed me off now I do those things because I realize I I value them so deeply and when I first started to do it whoa did I feel guilty like oh my god I'm taking time to work out I should be working I should be spending time with my kids that's the guilt coming in right if you give to yourself you're going to have so much more energy to to implement your schedule and to-do list it feels so counterintuitive, but I promise you it's incredible. Okay, so just a quick over, overview of the four things I, I talked about to manage your energy better inside of your schedule is to know your values. Use the two different matrices. You have your important and urgent matrix and then your impact and effort matrix. Use delete, outsource, and delegate. And ask yourself, always check in, is this my authentic self or is this my role self? And if you feel guilt you are living as your authentic self. And you can tell your role self, like simmer down. 
I'm a grown up now and I can choose to do what I want to do. And I'm allowed to read for 10 minutes. Thank you very much. Whatever it is you need to do to talk to your role self. And of course, this is all stuff that we work on through coaching together. Some some of these things are built into LGA in the modules. And some of these things just come up based on what it is you're specifically working through in your life. What, you know, as we work together one-on-one, we really talk about the different belief systems you have and the things that are holding you back and really use your personality and your experiences and where and how you want to feel in your life to guide our coaching and your goals. And it's just a really beautiful process. So If you're interested in working together, there are lots of different ways. So LGA is a six-month experience. You have um, 16 modules of incredible information that's very in-depth. Like this would touch the surface of it. And it's created very specifically in a certain order to build your scheduling skills, um, understanding who you are, the the limiting beliefs you have in your life, so many amazing things. Also, we get one-on-one coaching um, and mentorship through that six months all the details are on the website we can also do just one-on-one mentorship so for instance i just had someone sign up for three months we created a custom schedule of calls that she's going to have and a custom price tag along with that to really suit the needs that she has and the commitment that she wanted to make so that's an amazing opportunity it's very customized Um, we have energy healing calls that are available i have certain slots available throughout the month information on those calls are also on my website um yeah so i love i I have a few spots for different areas Uh, so if you're just wondering what that might be like you can also email me, Erin at ErinJoyceCo.com. We can just set up a consultation call. It's just talking about this is what I'm going through in my life. What do you do, Erin, and how could that help me? And you get to just ask questions and, and fill it out and see if it's something that would work for you. So again, just email me, Erin at ErinJoyceCo.com. I'll send you a link to get you signed up. I have the calls once a month. This month, they're on the 21st, I believe. There are only two spots left. So each month, I'll just have one day with a few consultation calls. Uh, and then head to my website, erinjustco.com, under work with me, all the information on the modules and uh, all of LGA is there. All the energy healing information is there as well. And I think that's all. I want you to go out there, have an amazing week, give yourself space and grace. There is no pressure. It is totally okay. Whoever you are, however you function, you're brilliant. And that's, that's, what's the amazing thing is that our brains, our experiences have created certain mechanisms and tools to help us survive and get this far in our life. And if it feels like they're not working anymore and you're not feeling fulfilled or purposeful or happy or joyful or however it is you want to feel, it's amazing that you're aware of that. And it gives you the opportunity to shift, but very softly and consistently, gently, we can create those shifts together or on your own with someone else the opportunity is always there but love yourself through it being mean to ourselves or feeling ashamed or like we did something wrong or we didn't do something right is bullshit it's not going to help you it's not the truth you're an incredible amazing human so always remind yourself of that that you're just phenomenal and you've gotten this far in life because of all of the strategies you've been able to find throughout the years and if you want new strategies they're open to you and you're allowed to explore them and doesn't mean that you've done something wrong. You're just incredible. That's all I want to say. All right. Have an amazing week. I will talk to you next time.